Hello, darling. Welcome to The Art of Being. I'm your host, Slade Powell. We're talking about what it means to be a human being and what we're all really doing here on this big ball of dirt. Let's get the conversation going. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Art of Being. I'm your host, Slade Powell, and this episode is about the Akashic Records. In fact, this episode, you'll just hear my voice. Instead of interviewing someone about the Akashic Records, I'm going to be your interviewee. So sit down and let's have a conversation about what this super weird topic is really about. I would like to open this discussion with a little bit of my background in this area, which to me is really trippy. (laughs) The fact that I am having this conversation about the Akashic Records is, to my rational mind, completely nuts. Just totally ridiculous. One of the hallmarks of my personal spiritual practices has been my skeptical mind. I have identified from a young age as a rational skeptical person and not someone who is just going to believe any mumbo jumbo that comes along. And for me, that has been a gift and also sometimes a hindrance as I have begun working now for quite a while in the realm of things I cannot see. I have learned over time how I personally verify things I cannot see. And for me, that comes entirely from my own lived experience. If my lived experience is that this thing seems fucking real, seems to be working, then I have to take that evidence into account that cannot become discounted simply because I cannot see it. There are too many obvious and evidential ways that the universe works in ways that we can't see. There's fucking gravity. There's microwaves, the waves themselves, not the machines. We stake our lives every day on things that we can only verify the existence of in our own experience, like love and hope and the pull towards something, the desire for something. All of those things, we can only verify their importance through our own personal compass, our own personal experience and feeling and knowing and like connection to the divine, essentially. And if that sense means nothing, then a lot of things mean nothing. And it's fine if they do, but it doesn't make any sense to take that entire way of exploring and experiencing the universe and discount it. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, that's not also a scientific instrument. Like, that's not also a way to experience the world. 
literally everything that we experience in the world is taken through our own selves, whether that is our physical senses through touch and sight and taste and smell and hearing. And the ways that, frankly, those things all lie to us all the time. You could do an entire episode on how your eyes don't work the way you think they do. So standing there demanding that the universe bring me, like, physical proof of every single thing that I can't see, that I have to take on trust, that I have to build that faith in myself as a scientific instrument to be able to recognize the truth of it, like, that literally falls apart. The demanding that, like, I see it with my eyes is completely bullshit. That's the worst way to go about understanding the universe. There's so much we can't see. There's too much happening. And there's too much that's happening that we literally don't even process. Of the billions of bits of information that our five senses take in every fucking second of every fucking day, only about 2,000 of those bits of information actually gets processed through our brains as something that we can work with. There is literally more happening out there than we can possibly process through our five senses. It's just, like, our brains are really fucking impressive, and they have limits. So, all of this is to say, I'm going to talk about the Akashic Records, and when I talk about the Akashic Records... I know that I'm talking about something that's actually there, <laughs> despite all of my personal skepticism and uh, honestly thinking it was bullshit, specifically the Akashic Records and honestly just a lot of other spiritual, like, woo-woo-y nonsense. I've spent most of my, you know, three and a half decades on this planet believing that most of that was probably bullshit. And everything that I have learned is not bullshit is because I have experienced it. Myself, personally. And I encourage you to investigate for yourself exactly what is your experience. How does it align with what I'm talking about? Does it align with what I'm talking about? What resonates for you? Listen with your body and listen with your knowing and listen with your whole person. I'm going to quote Walt Whitman here from Song of Myself. You shall no longer take things at second or third hand, nor look through the eyes of the dead, nor feed on the specters in books. You shall not look through my eyes either, nor take things from me. You shall listen to all sides and filter them from yourself. There is nothing that I could say that could ever or should ever override your personal sovereignty in your personal experience. So I could say, take this with a grain of salt, and what I'm really saying is, look for yourself. Come and see. If you want to discover whether it's bullshit, do it on your own terms. Don't let anybody else tell you what's really going on here. So with that said, I'm going to tell you my experience here in the area of the Akashic Records and what that's been like, because man, it is, it has been a trippy journey for me, a totally bizarre space 
I never expected to be entering, to be working in, to be exploring, to be believing is real. If you're not familiar with what the Akashic Records are, I'm going to tell you it, and I'm going to tell you it in exactly the way that I would have told you. There's no way that's real. (laughs) The Akashic Records are a library in the stars, in the Pleiades, run by alien beings that hold all of the knowledge of the lives of every being that has ever existed, ever, past, present, and future. Now again, saying that, that's something I actually think is happening. The experience that I have had in working with the Akashic Records actually started in my sleep, if you can believe that. I was dead asleep and dreaming about, for some reason, my coworker's website copy, of all things. And in that website, in my dream, I began getting this message. And I have been working with my inner voice, with my intuition, my inner knowing for a long time now, for long enough to know when I'm receiving intuitive guidance and intuitive messages. And I have developed a habit of writing them down. So when my conscious mind in the dream, like, recognized that this was not the dream, that this was something else coming through, I grabbed a notebook and immediately started writing. And I wrote everything that I heard. I wrote it word by word. And it didn't feel like my normal intuitive nudges. It didn't feel anything like the messages that I'm used to receiving from myself, that I'm used to receiving from what I would just call general universal wisdom. It felt specific, and it felt like I was being contacted, which was kind of trippy, and it was probably good that I was still pretty sleepy for my ability to just accept it, just allow it, just write it down, everything that came through word by word, And then the next day, I read it. And after deciphering my insane sleep handwriting, what I got in that first contact with what I now know was the Akashic Records was a prayer for humanity, which I will include in this episode. And when that message came through, it came through entire, it came through complete, it came through word by word, I haven't edited anything about it. And at the end, I could still feel that connection open, even after nothing was coming through specifically to me anymore. And so I asked questions. The first question that I asked was, where did this come from? And the answer that I got was Pleiades. Now, if you don't know, The Akashic Records live in the Pleiades. When I say it lives in the stars, there's specific stars, and the stars are the Pleiades, also known as the Seven Sisters, also known as an extremely bright cluster of stars just below Orion's belt. And that's when I asked them, seriously? For real? I did this whole conversation through automatic writing, continuing to channel through writing. So I have it written, and that is... That's literally my question. Seriously, for real? And the response that I got was, yes, we are here and open for business through you now. And I continued asking questions, getting responses, and getting clear responses. And 
getting kind of freaked out, I'll be completely honest, because never before in my life have I (laughs) channeled from a dead sleep a conversation with unknown beings who say they're in the Pleiades. It was kind of a weird conversation. Now it's a conversation that I'm having on the regular, and we're becoming colleagues. Which really just goes to show you how amazing the universe really is. Also, not for nothing, I want to mention that that dream happened on the night of 11-22-21, which really just kind of, I think, is like an icing on the cake of a really fascinating situation. And as I'm recording this, it's now 12.21 p.m. inside of the twos portal of 2.22 till... 22222. So if you're an aligned numbers person, there's your aligned numbers. Now I wanted to tell you this whole story of how I started channeling the records because of a couple of things. First off, you really have the power and the ability to judge and assess the wonders of the universe based on your experiences of what feels real, what you know to be real, what rings true for you in your body, in your mind, in your experience. There are limits to our skepticism. My personal skepticism will disbelieve everything forever. And that is because skepticism is deeply connected and rooted to our fears. And my skepticism is afraid That if I believe something that isn't true, then I will be laughed at forever and be totally thrown out of the tribe and die of exposure on a cliff somewhere. So we have to be vigilant of our own skepticism as well, because it really can be a beautiful tool for sorting the chaff from the wheat. And it can also be a beautiful tool for our fears to just run our lives. There is no difference between skepticism and doubt, except for marketing. So listen to all sides and filter them from yourself. And secondly, I want you to get that our skepticism also has its own limits. There are more things on heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. The fact that something may sound however it sounds to you, is not actually evidence of anything. That just means that's how it sounds to you. That just means that interacting with your previously held beliefs and experiences, this thing sounds like whatever it sounds like. But that doesn't actually have anything to do with whether it's real or true or factual. The only way to assess if anything is real or true, or factual, is to identify the beliefs that we hold that are interacting with our perception of whatever's in front of us. And this may be something woo-woo, or this may be something that is a social belief, or a belief about how the world is, or who we are, or literally anything 
that is ever said to you ever. We live in a world of misinformation right now, so I feel that this is particularly poignant. The first step to knowing if something is real, factual, and true is to identify what we have already in our belief system about that thing that interacts with our perception of that thing. And we must dismantle our own belief system to be able to interact more cleanly with what we perceive. I had to take apart a lot of beliefs about aliens and stars and what's really possible in the universe to be able to now fairly consistently channel the Akashic Records. That is not something that I would have ever told you I would be doing or would be possible to do or that people could do until I actually assessed my own belief system about the Akashic Records in light of the evidence that I had in front of me that made me look more deeply at what I believed. And then once we have actually cleared out some space in our belief system to account for the evidence that's sitting right in front of our fucking faces, then we can actually start to assess the evidence and start to see what it is that we're looking at to look with new eyes. And that is when you get to see the unseen, which is pretty fucking cool. It's not unseen because it's unseeable. It's unseen because we haven't looked at it before. And once you start looking, you find a lot more than you ever thought was there. So without any further ado, I'm going to include here the prayer that I channeled, which is a prayer for all of humanity. Take a moment and maybe get settled. Maybe take a few deep breaths just to get yourself in a headspace to be able to receive something really amazing. If that feels good for you. It's about three minutes long. And I'm going to play it now. A prayer from the Pleiades. Might all people be safe. Might all animals and beings be safe. Might the planet and waters be safe and unfiltered to the wills of people. Might the grasses and the lawns stay safe and the tall grasses and the meadows. Might all life remain and stay safe, happy, open, and free in this and in every dimension. Might our ancestors make space in us for hope to arise again, to make us brave and bold again to use it. And might the moon, in its mighty wisdom, choose to shine on us still. Might we present of ourselves well for all of our achievements and take ownership of our mistakes. Might the world around us become one with us again as it had been. Might you, each and every one of you, face and sever your connection to disagreements, disappointments, adjunction, fear, anger, and to the holy, righteous faith 
that you, above all, are correct. May you listen to the hills. They are alive. Might you listen to the streams. They speak and breathe and have much to teach. Might thou listen to the birds on the wind. They follow the breezes to places farther and further than you have ever been. And might you listen to the whispers of the volcanoes, alive and free of fear or judgment or rage. Hear this prayer and shake on it, a new power and gloriful mercy to the end. May you listen and free yourself of that which oppresses you. Act no further. Repression of faith is the unjust to the injustice-serving bigots and slave drivers. Cast them out. Might all ways of being an unjust person become unholy and untouchable to you. May your discernment grow and shift to change the world around you. May you have the eyes to see reality as it is, not a fairy tale, but the face of the one true God. Give the people bread and space to think for their own selves. This I pray. Take a moment today to reflect on what comes up for you listening to this prayer. I'd like to point out that it was directed to you, each and every one of you, which means it is a personal request, invitation, and injunction for you personally. Reflect on its meaning for you, what you hear, what comes up for you, what it makes you think of, if there are any situations or people on a personal or a larger context that come up for you. I recommend that you give those particular areas a great deal of thought in how you can apply this prayer to them. And if there are any parts of what you just heard that sit poorly with you, that you have difficulty being with, I suggest that you investigate what it is that you find so difficult to be with. In particular, I would like to invite you to draw your attention to any part of the prayer that brought up for you your disagreements, disappointments, adjunction, fear, anger, or the holy righteous faith that you above all are correct, and consider where you might sever your connection to those particular interpretations. I have wondered in the months since originally channeling this prayer why it came through me why me? Why am I channeling the Akashic Records right now, straight out of a deep sleep, out of nowhere? And this is one of those questions that I may, we may never know the answer to, or it may become clear, but not for another several decades. 
But as I read the prayer again, and listen to it again, I'm struck by the invocation to an extremely personal level of responsibility that we are being called to take over our lives and our roles as people in this world, the responsibilities that that mere fact holds, that we interact with a great deal of the other forces and creatures of this world, including each other and including ourselves. And in this, I hear so much respect for what it is to be human and so much abhorrence for what it is to be cruel to other humans and to the world. In my work with people, the one thing I respect above all is the individual agency of each and every person who comes to me. And I think that's part, as far as I can see right now, of why this particular prayer came channeled through this particular person. To advocate, to give the people bread and space to think for their own selves. I pray for you, thinking for your own damn self. And if this work that you see that you're doing to improve your life, to be your best person, to most respect and honor every living thing, every being on our planet and beyond, and if what I'm saying here is resonating with you, then I would love to work with you. I assist people who have hit their limits of what they know how to do with their five senses and the world they can see and hear and smell around them. And when they want more for their lives, for themselves, for the world, and they don't know how to get it anymore, they have used everything they know how to use. And they know there is more they can do, and they don't know how. When you find yourself in the space where you no longer know how to move forward, the answer is always inside of you. The answer is always intuitive. The answer is always listening deeply, more deeply than you ever have before, to the universe, to the voice inside you, to your intuition, to what you think that you can't hear, and which has been speaking this entire time. I teach people to listen to themselves, whether that is something that you are already familiar with, good at, and you want to level up, or if that is new and scary. If that resonates with you, book a call with me. Give yourself the gift of checking it out, of seeing what else is possible, of finding out what you could do, what you could be, how good thriving can really feel, and what's actually available. I have a free consultation call you can book on my website at sladepowell.com, which will be in the show notes. Don't sleep on what is really possible for you. All right, lovelies. This is fantastic to be with you. Take care of yourselves and keep going. Thanks for listening. 
Today's episode includes an invitation to enter the Art of Being giveaway, celebrating the launch of the podcast with free stuff. The prizes are all cool metaphysical tools that will help you launch yourself further into co-creation with the universe, including a free one-on-one session with me, Slade, a full set of chakra-aligned crystals powered up with Reiki universal healing energy, and a gorgeous astrological 2022 planner from the extremely aligned folks over at Magic of Eye. To enter, click the subscribe button, rate and review, share about the podcast on Instagram, and tag at slade.powell. And most importantly, go to sladepowell.com and join the mailing list. You'll get up-to-date details on the podcast and everything else that I do. There is no limit to the number of entries you can put in. Each action is one entry into the giveaway. Subscribe, rate and review, share on Instagram, join the mailing list. The three winners will be chosen at random on 2-22-22. May the odds be ever in your favor. See you next week, darling.